Triple Cross. Welcome back to the Triple Crossiest podcast on the internet today. Uh, you're here with Casey at Niners Fan Man. If you want to follow me on socials, uh, also here with John, who is plugging the uh, the pod handle yeah. at Triple Cross Pod. John, how you, you doing today, my friend? I'm doing good, man. Excited to talk some NFL. Excited to talk some some football it's we're we're winding down man like this is there's not gonna be very many more like during season football episodes this year i know maybe there'll be some off-season content but it's gonna become less relevant yeah the way it works right like freaking have the most important uh time of the season uh followed by no season left at all so yeah uh, it's a real bummer who who made it like that you just restart it and start like right at the beginning don't give those guys an off-season they don't need that yeah, they'll be fine. Yeah, they're what are they like a bunch of sissies or something? <laughs> okay, all right. So uh, I just gave a little uh, accidental sneak peek into what we'll be doing on this episode. Um, basically, uh, this this episode is because our original play uh, preseason playoff predictions uh, we did get them in before the season started, I believe. Uh, so we had no idea what these teams would look like. Uh, we'll do a quick review of how that turned out for you, me, and Q, who is not with us here today. Um, and we'll just kind of look at that quickly. There's some things that are still alive there, but I thought, hey, might be fun to do like a head-to-head uh, playoff bracket and just see who can kind of win from like here with the, Like with the actual teams, not with the teams that not we with the teams that. we kind of hope to get there. That aren't in it at all, yeah. So without any further ado, we'll also try to move pretty quickly through this one. Uh, we're doing a non-usual morning shoot for the Triple Cross podcast. If you hadn't picked up on the vibes of Triple Cross, we're kind of a late night gang. Uh, so uh, bear with us. And uh, yeah, without further ado, here's what we have to look at from, like I said, the preseason. So uh, really quickly, uh, yeah, this is what we all picked uh i'm gonna just cut right to the chase of the scored versions yeah, over here correct. in this blue column we have all of the correct uh picks if you were to get a perfect score hopefully that is easy enough to see um and then over here is what each of us picked for that respective spot uh i gave a point if you hit the the spot perfectly like bangles bangles there bills bills um and i gave half a point if you had a team that made the playoffs in your prediction, but they're in the wrong spot. Like the Vikings here, I had as a wild card, and they actually won the NFC North. So, oh, interesting for me on the Vikings. Uh, yeah. So, okay. The uh, we won't make this too big of a format. We'll just reveal the scores here. Yours truly did bring this one home, and John, hey, good job picking this year, man. I, I believe you had the highest like season long. You know, after, after like a qualifying amount of matchups, you had the highest winning percentage of the three of us in the regular season, just picking games. And uh, you gave me a run here in, in the playoff format as well. Um, anything you see here that is particularly like you want to take a victory lap on in your column or that you can't believe you thought was going to happen based on how the season actually turned out now that you have seen what happened. I mean, the only thing I can really take a victory lap on, I think is the Vikings in the AFC North. Um yeah, you guys both. And I think the the football world in general had the Packers. Um, to be fair, we did this after week one, right after they played each other. Was like, it after week I'm, one? I might have picked the Packers before week one. So I'm like giving, I'm like taking a victory lap, but also being like, yeah, but also not, you know, like I'm not even giving myself my own credit. 
Um, but I'll give I'll give my team credit. Vikings, good job winning the FC North. That's cool. Maybe we'll win a playoff game. Yeah, sweeter when it's your actual favorite team, right? Yeah. Um, um, yeah Broncos were a pretty big miss. <laughs> on I believe you did the best in the NFC. Uh, maybe not fact checking. Yeah, it looks like you did. Looks like you did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, NFC starting right here. So yeah, I think you won the NFC by half a point. Um, cool. kind of the AFC was the difference maker here between you and you and me. It looks like a whole point difference. Uh, or yeah, a whole point difference. Uh, we did not kill Neither it of us, as a group. But we, we both had some missed the Steelers. We both missed the Steelers and the Broncos. The Steelers yeah, thing was interesting, though. They could have made it, but it's, it kind of seemed like, I don't know, kind of seemed like the Eagles, or not the Eagles, the Jets, like, just sort of, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows what happened there? I don't think you had the Steelers, actually. No, you did, though. Right. I was going to say the Steelers were second I didn't place, I the, think. I didn't have the Steelers at all to make the playoffs. Right. Yeah, which um, they were close. They were right there on that bubble. So we, we were onto something as a group there. Um, we're at, We had two wild cards and then one not making it at all. So, hey, we kind of had them pretty close to right. Um, I think the biggest uh, letdown was the aforementioned Packers. We had two people taking them as a division winner, and one person took them as a wild card. Nobody saw them not making it at all. So, yeah. And they, hey, I don't know how much you were following those last, uh, you know, six, seven games or whatever, but they, they made they it. They looked awful and they almost got back in just a little bit too little too late. Packers look like they might just bring it together, slap it together right at the end. That is true. I thought they were going to, actually. Um, so uh, the last thing that, to touch on here from our original takes, uh, again, the score of where it currently sits. Uh, now, we aren't really going to update this, but it's something to keep in the back of the mind, at least I would like to for myself, uh, since I'm, I have everything still alive here. NFC champion 49ers. Uh, you know, we'll see what I think today. Do I still believe in that? I don't know. Um, we'll talk about our brackets in just a second. <laughs> AFC champion Bills for me with the Bills winning the Super Bowl. Something must have happened over there. Uh, we'll, we'll just blast right through that. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, John, we'll, see, we'll see if you still believe in the Niners to win the NFC. I don't know if you will now. Yeah, I mean, like you, you might not now since the preseason, you definitely did. And yeah. they haven't had a very good season. So I, do, no, I would get it. They're right? pretty much trash. They're only the two seed. They, they're peaking at the wrong time completely. No. Uh, anyway, so uh, Rams Raiders here for you, John. That that was a good one. One of the reasons why I was like, let's just redo some of this. Um, and cue with Rams Bills. Uh, could still have the AFC in the Super Bowl, right? But Rams, kind of a letdown this season. I was so. trying to be hot takey with the Raiders, and it was a it was a very hot take. That's for sure. I mean, it's cold yeah. now, but it was it was got, it was I, it, in hindsight, it was like, oh, that's an interesting, that's an interesting and, take. You weren't even close. And at the time. I mean, I guess this is the only other thing I, I wanted to remember to call out. At the time, this was my hot take, at least, you know, compared to what most people were thinking at the time. And got them, baby. Like, Eagles, Eagles and, and the one seed. Like, oh, speaking of one seeds, by the way, John, one of the reasons we're doing that this morning instead of later tonight, like we normally would do, um, at my cornhole postseason for the league that I'm doing. And speaking of one seeds. Yeah, you're, you're the boy. one seed in the, in the cornhole tournament. It's, it's it's largely dependent on my on my partner, uh, but yeah. you know, aka hey, your dad, it is my father. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> uh, Mister. Um, he's Mister Niners fan, man. Um, he's not really. Niners. <laughs> yeah, Mister Niners, Mister Seahawks yeah. fan, man, right? 
I mean, yeah, I think he's we'll we'll save that topic for another day. Maybe I'll get him <laughs> on an offseason episode or something and have him tell me about football. Yeah, uh, that'd be great. It's from you a different time. That's, that'd yeah. be great. You guys can mumble together. Nobody would understand mumble, you. <laughs> mumble Fest 23. Um anyway, yeah. all right, skipping right to the chase here. Hate this aesthetic not being that way. Does that ever bother you? Doing stuff like that bothers me. Okay, so we'll just kind of uh, flip back and forth here between our two brackets. Um, not not plan any like special reveal here. Um, we can just kind of go back and forth uh, between these two. John, how did you let me do this whole show with the wrong header up? Do we even have the right header? There we go. There we go. Oh, there Looking go. good now. Looking good. Look at us. I it's like we have a show or something. It's okay. It's early. It's early for both of us. We're we're just getting yes. into it right now. Yeah. Um, okay. So as you can see here, we'll just take this matchup by matchup. John, uh, starting in the top left, Chargers versus Jaguars. Uh, you picked the Chargers to move on here. What did you think? What yeah. what, what made you go that way? Just initially, no need Health. to get super intensive here. But. Health, honestly. I mean, yeah, the Jaguars are on a run, and that's great. Um. I think Trevor Lawrence is still kind of like like he's like the one number one overall pick, right? So Correct. you got to figure at some point he's going to come into it. But is that right now? I, I would just I wouldn't bet on it. Um, but chart with the Chargers, it's mainly health, right? Like if you look at their IR, their injury report right now, um, it's pretty clean, like like real clean, honestly, uh, compared to what they've been all year. Season. Exactly, and and I mean everybody was pretty high on the Chargers because of all the weapons they have and. Um, be, and because of Justin Herbert and uh, like they just haven't had those weapons. So I definitely have them getting out of the first round or uh, yeah, out of that wild card round. I honestly think it's like, man, this is a team that could make a deep run if they just had a better seed. Um, but then the AFC gets real tough real quick, you know? So I don't, maybe not, but um, they're an upsetter though. That's going to be a divisional matchup, right? That's an AFC West matchup and crazy things can happen in those divisional matchups. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You never know. Um, seeding is important here. Uh, you being an NBA fan, there's something particular about the NFL that I know you don't love, but I guess I, I've been more used to it, kind of following this league a little closer and I kind of don't mind it. I even kind of like it secretly, the playoff reseeding. So the chiefs uh, are secretly, locked in. it's not a secret anymore. You just, it was right. a real, you're a real bad secret keeper. Well, I'm not trying Remind to me keep... never to tell you a secret. Thank you. I mean, that that's just less stress, less stress on me. So uh, the Chiefs are actually locked into this spot. Everything else being variable uh, yeah. in this column. So the Chiefs will face off against not necessarily the winner of this game or the winner of this game. The lowest where seeds. these games are don't really matter. It'll be the lowest seed still remaining. So yeah. if it is the Chargers, uh, it'll likely be right. As, as, assuming assuming the other two teams that should get it done do get it done. Then we'll see. We we'll see an AFC West matchup there, or the Jaguars are win. Who knows? But yep. uh, which I think is how I've called got. it. Mm. And you know, I, I was pretty torn on this one, so I I figured you were probably going to go the way of the Chargers anyway. So I thought, hey, double whammy. Like I don't mind picking the hot Jaguars right now. Trevor Lawrence. I agree with everything you said, other than I maybe would bet on it, especially with no stakes and it just being a, a show that should be full of some some fun takes. Um, I don't mind taking this one here. I think yeah. that Lawrence. It, it, this is, you know, everybody is a non-established quarterback in the postseason until they aren't. And yeah. what better time than the present for him to just kind of continue to be the reason that the Jags are playing good football and win. And the team around him is doing fine, you know. Right. Uh, the Chargers are, are not 
the easiest of opponents. They're also kind of in a, a hot phase right now as well. Uh, but I see the Jags as kind of like people were cooler on them at the beginning of the season, and they're very hot right now. The Chargers have a similar kind of story arc over the season where they were not doing great, started doing better, but it's just more extreme with the Jags. And I'll take the more extreme kind of version of the hot team right now. Um, that might even be a theme throughout my board, honestly. I, I think that it's underestimated. Um, the effect is underestimated of being hot going into the playoffs. You think, yeah, but the better team is still likely to win. That's not always the case. Um, and I'm not, this is the same reason why I'm not a fan of like teams that have already clinched the playoffs, you know, weeks before it starts. Like I don't, would never rest my starters. You know, I wouldn't do things like that because you just fall out of football shape quicker than you might think. And that's not how you want to go into the playoffs. You want to go into the playoffs playing your best football. Uh, definitely not playing football at all would be, uh, I would see that as a downside. So uh, we won't stay too long on this one matchup. Let's move on to Ravens Bengals. This one was actually, uh, this is an interesting matchup that this has come to fruition because we've had these teams pin, like pitted against each other all season long. All three of us, if you go back to our original playoff predictions, all three of us had the Bengals uh to oust the ravens from the playoffs we thought they were going to own this division and none of us even had the bengal or the the ravens excuse me making the playoffs uh via wild card so john break this one down for me a little bit what made you pick the Bengals here uh even though the ravens have proven us wrong uh okay so yes the ravens have proven us wrong uh, it, i think if the Bengals were on the downslide then i might go ravens right because the ravens were we were kind of like not so far off on that take for a minute um, where we're like, Oh, we might be right. The Ravens might not make the playoffs. And then they've kind of come back later in the season. Uh, mm-hmm. The problem is the Bengals did the same thing. So had the Bengals had more of a, a season trajectory, like maybe Miami or like Seattle where they started out like, Oh, maybe they're, maybe they're not so bad. Um, and then they've sort of slid over the second half of the season. Then I'd probably be going ra- Ravens here. But end of the day, I think the Bengals are just the better team um and i mean this is your bracket that we're oh you know no it's not you switched it um <laughs> end of the day i just think the Bengals are the better team and if they're playing good football they're going to be fine i mean and then, then the main thing is health are there any major injuries that are going to get in their way um i think the answer is no for either team i don't know what lamar jackson's status is uh but i'm going to imagine that he's going to do everything he can to play yeah i think that's uh without having checked uh this morning honestly that's the last that i had heard on it and I think it's purposefully murky at this point. Um, I actually echo a lot of the the thoughts you have here. I mean, I can flip to my bracket, but it says the same thing here. Uh, I have Bengals uh, going on as well. I think they're just too hot. I am in this matchup choosing, I guess maybe even in the other one, it's, it's the jury's out on this QB matchup. Like when their careers are over, will we look back and be like, yeah, of course, Trevor Lawrence is going to beat Justin Herbert in the playoffs or right. we'll read the exact opposite. Who knows? Um, and I'm not saying that, Lamar isn't, you know, Lamar is a former MVP. Uh, but right now, Joe Burrow looks like one of the very best yep. uh, guys in the league. And in a way that, hmm, I don't know how to say this without disrespecting Lamar Jackson's game, but there is a certain amount of gimmick uh, built into that, right? Like how much of that is sustainable? Always, I think it always depended on him, uh, like for his whole career, developing more as a passer, relying less on the run game eventually. Um it, and that's never he's Either developing that. as a passer but they're still relying plenty on on his run game yeah joe burrow mm-hmm. looks like a veteran passer in the league already yeah. so and that's another team like the chargers that's just like loaded you know with weapons so when I'd they're healthy and they're playing so, well honestly yeah it, i mean 
as one of the best running backs in the league. Yeah, they're just like you go down the list. Their whole kind of like starting skills players are all like like at least bubble pro bowlers. You know what I mean? And that that is a great segue into this next matchup because I'd say both of these next two teams you can put into that category too, just stacked with weapons, right? Uh, yeah. Miami probably people's like first thought when you say something like that having Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle kind of twin terrors on the outside really mm-hmm. all over the formations they could play inside outside wherever but uh two receivers that no team is happy to go up against uh even on their own much less together and uh led by our guy you know well, I mean I'm not even sure no. talking injuries yeah. here. I think that La- plays la- latest well. latest is that it seems unlikely um, I just, yeah, I did. I did just look. So this is. I would have loved to see that Miami team we were seeing at the beginning of the season go right. up against the Bills. This would have been such a great matchup. Yeah. Uh, and even now, if Tua was healthy, it's like, well, you know, that's in there. You know, it's there. It's deep there. And 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 uh, they've got a really offensive minded coach, right? Really good head coach. But yeah, that, the, the the no Tua thing is it's a pretty big asterisk on the. Dolphins. You know, I, I this doesn't weigh that heavily into my decision you know uh we'd be seeing teddy bridgewater then i assume and yeah. bridgewater performed well into his stead and he uh it's not going to be his first like game action now so i think we can expect him to carry the offense pretty well and uh, i think this is similar to like what people say about the niners offense it is their same system essentially uh, that got mm-hmm. brought over to miami with uh, head coach mike mcdaniel former oc in uh, san francisco they say any quarterback can run this stuff that's why it doesn't matter if we have lance garoppolo purdy it all works uh um, well, i think the main difference point guard. i think the main difference is the run game right like um before christian mccaffrey came to to san francisco i don't think any quarterback could right like i think it it took a, a solid quarterback to use the other weapons but when you add the run game into the backfield as like with all the passing uh, weapons, elite an elite runner into the backfield with all the passing weapons, that's what makes it. So it's like, I mean, really anyone, anyone can kind of run it. So I think that's the big difference between the, the dolphins and the Niners is that it's like that quarterback position, I think is a little more important in Miami. Um, sure. Could be even, even with, even with Tua, I don't know if I'd pick him over the bills, but that definitely Maybe slightly more elite, deeper threats. So arm strength could come into play a little bit more, but, sure. uh, yeah. either way, I don't think Tua was taking over games exactly either, but, uh, let's keep moving here. Uh, we both had the Bengals or we both had the bills in that matchup kind of for those reasons. The, uh, the bills probably just super powered version. You know, Josh Allen is unstoppable when he's on top of his game. Stefan Diggs, another one of those just top five weapons, kind of no matter how you cut it in the league. Uh, Gabe Davis, a deep threat, playoff threat last year. You know he comes out in big moments, and they're kind of stacked at other positions across the roster. Just a solid roster. Um, Playing at home is not going to hurt. And, I mean, they have the whole world rallying behind them in these playoffs. Let's be honest about it. Uh, Give me a two cents on on the Bills real quick, John, before we move on here. It just – the Bills are such an – they're a fun team because it's like – and I see the Chiefs a little bit like this – as well they're like uh i kind of think of them as like if there were a representation of i'm crossing sports here but if there's a representation of like that modern nba and this is probably the modern nfl too if if there's a representation of the modern nfl it's the bills and the chiefs it's like you know half the defense double the offense uh like we're just we're gonna put up 50 and even if our defense gives up 35 we'll be okay right and that that's like kind of the game plan it doesn't go exactly like that a lot but uh yeah that's i love uh i love both the bills and the chiefs for that like very entertaining games 
Um, mm-hmm. I guess we're not to that level yet, but Bengals are built that way a little bit too, though they have a little bit better run game, I think. Okay, fair enough. Um, let's ping on over to the NFC side now. Uh, Cowboys versus Bucks. This is our other main difference early on in the bracket. Um, John, you took the Cowboys here over the Bucks. Uh, I think yeah. that's how the sports books will have it. I haven't looked at the odds, but I believe uh, that's. That yeah, I'm guessing. Like what most smart money would be on. Um, even though the Bucks are at home, uh, you know, for those who don't realize, playoff seeding is not just the most fair thing. Uh, the Bucks won their division, so they automatically get a top four seed. Uh, the Cowboys were a, mo- a far superior team record wise um, mm. up until week 18, the last week of the season, they still had a chance to win the one seed um, took, yeah. took a couple of things going their way, but it was possible. The Bucks were just hoping to crack their division to actually like get a playoff berth. Um, yeah. No wild cards from that division at all. So uh, John, you took the Cowboys over the Bucks. What are your, yeah. What's your two cents on the game? This is a random one. I, I, this is not belief in the Cowboys so much. It will. So I think there's like the Cowboys are so tough to, to like nail down because then they lose to the commanders like last game of the season. Right. And it's like, ah, but I don't, I don't, I don't fault them too much for that. Cause the commanders are that wild card team that like, yeah, they can take a game off anyone, you know, like yeah. if they, if they play good. So that's fine. Right. Like uh, it's an outlier. Um, th- this is a tough one because it's tough for me to, to bet against the goat. Um, and it's tough for me to side with the Cowboys, but this is really what put me over the edge on this game. Here's the injury status on the bucks as of yesterday. Um, we got Logan Ryan questionable, Carl Nassib questionable, Julio Jones questionable, and Mike Edwards questionable, and Carlton Davis questionable, plus some linemen, some starting linemen, I think. Uh, it's just, I bet they'll all play. It's the playoffs. You know, I bet they'll all play, even though their status is questionable. But if you look at, you know, the other side of it, it's pretty clean, the Cowboys injury report. So, like, even if they will play, they're clearly very banged up. Um, Right. And it's been like that all season. Now we got play, uh, whatever you want to call him, you know, playoff Tom, he could pull it out. And I, I think that's kind of where you're going with it. And I, I don't actually hate that take. I kind of respect the take. Uh, but it's like, all right, let's just go with the better football team. And hopefully that works out nine times out of 10. Problem with the Cowboys is they're just that kind of team that will, they'll find a way to, it's almost like they'll find a way to lose in the playoffs sometimes. That has been their MO. Um, so up here, Cowboys, Bucks. I have taken the Bucks. Uh, like I said, this is one of the few differences we have. Um, yeah, I, this is not about the seeding. I don't just take the four of the five for the reasons I already said. Uh, that wouldn't be wise here. Based on the season, the Bucks were the inferior team in this matchup. But it does come down, in my mind, to what you just laid out there. Um, first of all, I, I think that Tom Brady-led teams, maybe it's a trick from New England days with Bill Belichick, but there seems to be some gamesmanship sometimes with the injury reports, you know, dozens of players sometimes listed as questionable that, Hey, Whoa, it's a crazy rate of which they become active on game day or something. Um, It has been a turbulent season for the bucks. Uh, The most turbulent of Tom Brady's career, other than that one season that he, you know, was out the whole season basically. Um, But I just, I don't care. You know, I, I fill out these things in a way that, like, you know, you're going to have losses typically very infrequently. Do you run the whole bracket or something like that? And like, where do I want my losses to come from? If I have to have them, if I have to take the greatest fo- football player of all time, getting a loss to a team that I hate more than anybody else in the playoffs, <laughs> I, you know what? I'll wear it with pride. So that's kind of where I fall. 
but yeah, playoff Tom is a different animal too. And yeah, it's not all supernatural, you know, in the playoffs, especially, you know, with so many eyeballs on the sport, the, great, the most established greatest quarterback of all time. You think the call might go his way yeah. in a critical moment? Like probably I bet on him over somebody else. Uh, I'm not betting against playoff Tom, but we have to move on to the next matchup. Giants, Vikings, John, your favorite teams in this matchup. You, you know, and move I, on here. What do you think? I I try not to pick with bias. I try to pick the team that I think is going to win. Um, and I've picked against the Vi- the Vikings several times this year. And I even pick against the Jazz, which is like my favorite team in all of sports on our on our on our basketball show. Um, so if there were other matchups, if this was a different matchup, I really might pick against the Vikings. But this is, I mean, the testament here. The reason I say all that is to say I picked the Vikings, and that's not a homer pick. I honestly think the Vikings are the better team here. Um. Saquon Barkley is definitely a problem, like Mm -hmm. a big problem. Uh, That dude's a problem for everyone who's faced him all year, and that's why the Giants are in the playoffs. Uh, When we were sitting here just like making fun of them at the beginning of the season, right? Like them and the Jets were like the butt of all our jokes. Um, So props to them. I'm actually like really impressed with the Giants. I'm really impressed with Daniel Jones as well. Like uh, he was the butt of some of our jokes at the beginning of the season too, and he's, he's shown up. So like very impressed with the Giants. At the end of the day, I think the Vikings are, the better team now they definitely have that potential as a vikings fan i know that the vikings are like one of the most upsetting teams to be a fan of so i'm like cautiously optimistic about this i'll say this uh the the giants they got here i don't sure saquon barkley best player on that team uh pretty much no matter how you look at it Uh, they've gotten where they've gotten playing good team football though uh you know new leadership this year and brian dable at the head coach position uh they they are they're playing good team football and and i think that it's still clear to me or at least i i think that they're not one of these like best te- like it's nice that they've made the playoffs good for they kind of you know gritted I mean? their like, they kind of gritted their way into the playoffs right. i don't think many know. people expect them to make a deep deep run unless you're a giants right. fan which you know maybe they do good for them uh i think the vikings are a tough draw they're still one of those best teams when they look good they look like a top three team in the nfc for sure uh they deserve that three seed but if i am a giants fan i can also see a reason to be excited about this matchup because if there is one team and i hate to say this it's not just because it's your team but there's one team maybe beside the bucks but even more than the bucks if i'm being honest with myself that could just blow it and put up like a three spot (laughs) it's the it is absolutely absolutely that is is their in their yeah within the realm of possibilities the bucks i don't think they're scoring less than 14 points even on a horrible day you know i think they're gonna good for 14 the vikings we've seen them put up like three like multiple times this year i think they finished the game with like less than a touchdown so um i I, this could go the other way but i'm gonna stick with the vikings too let's move on to the next matchup nfc west showdown seahawks versus niners you go all the way to the playoffs just to play somebody in your own division fancy that uh we both have the niners here um, I think that I'll start here similar to the Giants, like kind of good for them to the Seahawks to make it here. Um, not even just talking crap about a division rival. I think that they're, uh, they have a history of winning there. Uh, another playing good team football to get here, but not a lot of people expected this. They eked in yeah. with seven seed. They're going up against all column a juggernaut at this point. They're on the longest winning streak of, you know, multiple seasons in the NFL here. Uh, 10 game winning streak, the Niners. 
they I love that they didn't get the one seed, honestly, and they don't have to sit out for a week. I would prefer to have a nice uh, what should be a soft matchup on paper. Right. Uh, yeah. Being the two seed, you have mathematically the best matchup. Um, and I don't even mind that it's against the Seahawks. Anything can happen in a division rival game, but yeah, I feel OK about it. And uh, I think the Niners are going to handle business. The, nine, the Niners have been very steady. So, yeah, first of all, props to the Seahawks, because we thought they were tanking like a lot of people did thought the whole plan was to tank um so props to the seahawks and props to geno smith we talked about it last week like i think this dude deserves the whatever comeback player of the a year award like I, i'm super impressed with him uh honestly like his his season's been amazing um this okay. is this this to me feels like a landmine game for the niners because it's a divisional matchup if you look at since they got christian McCaffrey, a lot of their wins have been pretty nice and significant and easy they've had a couple games that were like a little too close for comfort one and in that not even that close but like i think the saints was one um and the seahawks was one right they they won 21 13 against the seahawks um where where which yeah that's a significant win it's a two score win but at this at the end of the day like they've been winning by more than two scores since they picked up cmc so that's what that divisional thing, that's what happens in those divisional things is that's like, that's a landmine game that hopefully the Niners aren't being complacent about. Okay. Awesome. Let's, um, let's pick it up right where we are here. Uh, our two favorite teams would go against each other here. If we get everything right from our brackets, we both have it that way. So Vikings at Niners in uh, Santa Clara, we got to pick up pace here. I know you, you have somewhere to be in just a few minutes. So I'm going to say the Niners uh, hold on here. I think even if the Vikings do show up, I mean, they need to show up to even give the Niners a run for their money. And I think even then it, they're a tough team to, to stick with. So, okay. Um, I'm going to go with the Niners here. I don't care that Brock Purdy is our quarterback. I think he can get the job done. Yeah. The man's look poised. He's been a part of this long winning streak for a while now. I mean, it, it sounds cheesy to say, but he hasn't lost in the NFL, and I don't think he's the guy who gets too full of himself, but there's an internal confidence that grows, and you can see that he's not the guy who's going to overdo that kind of thing. It's just he's playing within himself, within the offense, yep. but he feels confident to play his role, which is what you want to see. In my that's opinion. all you need. That's all. You, that's all you need on the Niners. They have maybe the best defense in the league. They have, they have the they, best. They finish with the number one. Uh, yeah, the they, they have, they're the best, best, best set of weapons in the maybe one of the best set of weapons in the league. Maybe not. I mean, there's a lot on the FC side, but um, if if we get so the Vikings are another one that have like a great set of offensive weapons as well and a, a, like solid quarterback, right? So it's sort of that same thing. But the Vikings have this potential to just suck. If we get the very best version of the Vikings in this matchup with the Niners and Vikings, I think it will be a very good matchup. Like if we get the best version of them, uh, but I think like uh, my call right now is that this is just a Vikings tank game um, and it, and it yeah. like ends up being a blowout. And that is kind of how it ended up uh, a couple seasons ago when the Niners, uh, the way I have, I have the bracket up here. So, I mean, we, we can kind of catch the chase. I have a, a rematch of the Super Bowl from 2019 happening um, in route to that Super Bowl. The Niners did play the Vikings, if my memory uh doesn't fail me here and it kind of did quickly turn into that kind of game the Niners can be so dominant on the ground and in a playoff type of atmosphere like if you have control of a game you just keep that control of the game you don't you don't mess around too much um and it can get out of hand early so I actually have it going similarly we aren't in disagreement there um I think that would be the smartest thing for the Niners because you don't want to you you want the highest potential chance that the Vikings hang themselves so don't yeah. give them too many opportunities with the ball to get things going 
Um, On the other side, uh, we can kind of hit it to at the same time. Uh, The Eagles playing somebody for the first time in the playoffs. Uh, We have it as the Bucks and or not and uh, the Bucks or the Cowboys. John, uh, the boys against the Eagles. You had the Eagles uh, winning in that one. Yep. This is where I think actually the fact that the Cowboys beat them during the regular season is is good. Like I think that's like okay, that, that's fuel. So if the Cowboys win that Bucks matchup and the Eagles get them again in the playoffs, then I, I I mean yeah they're coming off the bye, but the Cowboys might be a little banged up too. Um and yeah I think this is just like this is the opportunity for the for the Eagles to get their revenge game. Um so yeah I'm going Eagles. I mean it's hard it's hard to to pick against the Eagles. You know Cowboys are maybe one of the two they beat them during the season, but. They've been I am, really, really good. I'm going to do something and surprise myself uh, here and now. I am going to, while we're live, flip-flop this. Uh, you know what? As I as I sit on it, just all of my takes kind of align in such a way that, uh, and I believe in it. I don't, I don't like teams sitting one week in the playoffs. I think the Eagles are really, I know they can use the extra time for Jalen Hurts to be fully healthy. All those things, uh, but I think having one week of rust uh, is not going to be good. And if this does happen, this is kind of like an if-then statement. But if the Bucks do beat the Cowboys, they're beating a great team. Cowboys only had one less win than the Eagles in the regular season, so they'd be beating a good team. Um, and if it's on the back of like playoff Brady emerging and this team kind of finally putting the pieces together yeah. when it counts the most, I, I actually don't want to bet against playoff tom here either and i'm gonna have that that one week of rust kind of making the difference i think the bucks defense needs to show up as well in this game uh where in the cowboys game it might not be as important uh you're gonna need the defense to pick up here offense needs to be here defense needs to pick up here and you could find yourself in this game um bucks niners that's how i'm gonna have the nfc championship i would love to see that actually so um maybe that that's probably the matchup i'd like to see as well so yeah Yeah. uh, i'm gonna have the bucks taking down jalen hurts and the eagles uh, so let's move back to this side real quick because we have uh, NFC Championship here. Uh, divisional round on this side, Jaguars at Chiefs. I am going to take the Chiefs here. Not a lot to say about it. I think the the rust won't Lawrence, make the di- the rust won't make the difference here. I don't think so. I think it's huge for Lawrence and this franchise to even get a playoff win. Uh, that shows great things for the future. You might even draw better free agents, things like that. Uh, huge, but it's just the Chiefs are closest thing we have to a dynasty right now in football i think over recent seasons so yeah. i wouldn't necessarily put them in that category yet but they're the closest thing we have um and i want that rematch you know i want that um uh, so chiefs all the way here uh john you had it as the chargers chiefs yeah uh, chargers chiefs so this is actually if i were to pick if i had if you told me to go through my bracket and pick like one big upset this would be it for two reasons one the one week of rust two the divisional matchup three Three, two, three reasons, three, the healthy chargers. So it's like, it's kind of that perfect storm for a landmine game for the chiefs. Um, if the chargers beat, beat the Jaguars. But at the end of the day, like, again, I, I tend to just try and say like, pick the better football team and things will work out. So you want me to switch? So I have the chiefs. Yeah. So I have the chiefs. They're, 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 they're the better team, but this would probably be like, if I were to get real hot takey, that would be the, that would be the hot take. Great. Couldn't have said it better myself. Um, yeah, I was trying to bait you into doing a live switch like I did. Um, all right, moving on, just to save time here. The game that never happened, um, Bengals at Bills. Uh, this has got some weird implications. I believe this will be uh, – the the home field scenarios, I don't have them memorized. It's weird because of the uh, the Monday Night Football game that got canceled. 
Um, obviously, more important factors at play here. Uh, but we are just talking about the football game that's about to happen here, uh, and we don't have a ton of time, so we will uh, skip over certain topics uh, that could get emotional and things like that. Uh, Bengals at Bills, technically, uh, if it comes out like this. I see this similar as like the Chiefs thing. Like the Bills are just when they play their brand of football, they should win just about any game. And yeah. I want to see this rematch as well. So maybe um, I guess I should go to my bracket, but maybe I'm I'm being hopeful, but I want to see that matchup as well. Um hate that I'm betting against Joe Burrow, but if there's, you know, only three or so teams that can beat the Bengals, possibly, I believe it's like the Bills, Chiefs, and Niners, probably. So Bills are one of those teams. Um, this one is probably one of the toughest to pick. You know, we didn't get the the full game to see kind of how that one would have shaken out. The Bengals were ahead, but it was early in the game. So very interested to see what will happen here. But uh, also this comes into play like who's not rooting for the Bills right now. Uh, that's why I got yeah. it this way. John, anything I missed there? Anything you have on that one? No. Yeah. Same Same kind of thing. Just, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, anything could happen any given Sunday, but better, probably the slightly better football team is the Bills. Gotcha. So last three matchups here. Let's knock all these out together for your side real quick, John. You have the Chiefs beating the Bills, the Niners beating, beating the Eagles and ultimately the chiefs beating the Niners in the super bowl 37 30 explain yourself here. <laughs> uh, yeah. Chiefs bills. I mean, I, honestly, I think that one goes either way. And and I think my super bowl pick is the same either way. Um, and, and even a similar score. So like chiefs bills, I think that game goes either way. So I'm just uh, pit, flip a coin, you know, I'm picking a team. Um, yeah, huge I'm rematch go- of a, a t- uh, last year's right. AFC championship yep. where, it was just haymaker after haymaker. They scored something like it felt like about 80 touchdowns in the last two minutes of that game. And uh, anybody really could win that matchup if it, if it comes the, down to that kind of thing again. I think the reason I picked the Chiefs is so that I'd have that Chiefs Niners matchup in the Super Bowl like we had a couple years ago. Um, and then on the other side, Niners Eagles, uh, Jalen Hurts gets a playoff win. Great. But, the, you know, he is he is first time in the playoffs. And it's not like the Brock, Brock Purdy's also first time in the playoffs. But Brock Purdy is like the rest of that Niners squad is experienced and, and hardened. Um, and and Purdy isn't as big of a piece of the offense of the Niners as Jalen Hurts is on the Eagles. So I yeah, I, I'm gonna go Niners there. Um again, better football team. In the Niners Chiefs matchup, that's the first time I think through this whole playoff run that the Niners are facing a team that they're not like just clearly better than, right? Like they're clearly better than the Vikings, they're clearly better than the Seahawks. I believe they're clearly better than the Eagles. Maybe that's kind of a hot take, but just since that Christian McCaffrey can pick up, I think they're clearly better than the Eagles. I don't think that they're clearly better than like the Chiefs or the Bills. And I think this is where that like kind of Brock Purdy magic runs out. Um, and and th- this is where that like, hey, that rookie QB without the, without the experience, by this time he has the experience, but that rookie QB, like you, you need your QB to do a little bit more than game manage. Maybe you need him to like really make something happen. Um, and, and that's where maybe it runs out. Some would say that was the case in 2019 when the chiefs won 31 to 20 over the Niners. Exactly. You need a little bit more than a game manager. Um, all right. Similar view on my side here. I'm glad that I made another change so that we have a couple more differences here. I didn't just do it for content, maybe a little bit for content, but I like it. Um, Bills Chiefs, we talked about that one already, but yeah, rematch of a crazy game last year. I want to see that rematch. Uh, I think it ultimately kind of ends sort of similar. I think this is where the Bills kind of luck runs out, maybe. Uh, Bills are a great team. 
I wouldn't care if the Bills win here. I, I honestly might have picked the Bills, if not for two reasons. One, I want to see this matchup just as bad or worse. Uh, the Niners, Chiefs, in the Super Bowl. And I'm kind of hedging myself, too, because my original take was that the Bills are going to uh, win the AFC and go to the Super Bowl. So I already have that kind of on the back burner. I'm, I'm right kind of either way here as long as this is the matchup. So feel okay about it. Um, on the other side, Niners versus uh, – oh, this is my side. Sorry. Um, Niners versus Bucks uh, turned into a home game for the Niners uh, as I switched the Bucks in instead of the Eagles. Um, I like that a lot. I think that will be huge for Purdy. I definitely don't think the magic runs out here. Uh, as we put it, I like that. The Brock Purdy magic. I think they can beat either team you put here, uh, but I like it even better with the Bucks being at home. They already handled the Bucks pretty easily once this season. Um, I think they can do it again. And that leaves the rematch here. Uh, I just want to see a good game, uh, whoever is in the Super Bowl. But if we get this rematch, you know there will be tons of storylines to to play with. Yeah, yeah, I think this is where, you know, I I don't want to be the guy who says, like, the Chiefs are missing Tyreek Hill, because that's been kind of a thing that's been around the season, like, the whole year. And I'm not just reiterating that, but I do think in a matchup where you're talking about two teams that haven't played each other since, you know, like, you know, the the identity has changed since 2019 a little bit of the Chiefs. Um, Tyreek Hill is not there. I think it matters in a a game like this. So, um, I guess they have played each other since then. The Chiefs did handle them this season. I think if but the Tyreek that was before King... Brock Purdy, baby. All right, yeah. I say the magic does not stop here, and the nine Brock Purdy becomes the first rookie to win the Super Bowl. Boom. Yeah, and then, like you can't you can't pick your Purdy. favorite team. You can't pick your favorite team to go all the way to the NFC Championship and then like not pick them to win the Super Bowl. No, um, but but here's here's a question. Here's a question I'll float to you before we before we get out is if yep. you had to pick a division that you think is most likely to win the Super Bowl, who would it be? Interesting. Um, a division? I mean, I guess I'm saying... because yeah, I think West. you think there's... Uh, like me, I think we think there's three teams out of the AFC that could, like, win the Super Bowl. Oh, com- and there's a conference then? Yeah, sorry, a conference. Gotcha. Um, um, and there's really only... Like, I don't think if, if any other NFC team makes it to the Super Bowl that we'd be picking them over the Bills or Chiefs or even the Bengals. No, I agree with that. I, uh, I'm i still going to say NFC just to support my vibe. I'm not going to put that in the universe, but I agree. If, if it's not the Niners in the Super Bowl, I'll probably take any AFC team that gets there, unless it just happens to be something weird. You know, I mean, I'll, it could be way out from left field, but if the Jaguars make the Super Bowl, uh, probably not picking them. But honestly, at that point, I might. Maybe after that kind of run, yeah. I mean, imagine them, yeah. No, I I think uh, even if I were to pick, even if I would have picked the Niners in this Niners Chiefs matchup, I would still say if I had to pick just a a conference to win, it would be the AFC. Yeah, uh, I hear you. And that makes sense. You have the AFC winning anyway. So, um, right. Anyway, that uh, those were our playoff predictions as uh, the playoffs are about to start. Uh, John, I had fun on this. I think it was fun to revisit our old takes, see how they kind of went uh it was fine i think in in general as a podcast i think we can do better next year as a as a panel I mean, the rams raiders was not a great take you know we t- we do some spicy takes for the content sometimes maybe we got a little too spicy we use a little- oh speaking of spicy <laughs> uh if you're watching this at all right now um 
as it sits currently, the way I want to play in the Super Bowl is do a watch party. I want to start plugging this early so people know that you can watch the Super Bowl with us. We won't stream the Super Bowl, of course. We will have something like this going on while we watch the game so we can add some commentary, add some laughs along the way, probably do some giveaways, probably do some fun stuff that are planned. I mean, I want to I want to some way work. We did a hot wings challenge on player props. No. I think I want to up it all the way to the one chip challenge. Something actually Carolina Reaper, all those Scovilles, all the three million Scovilles or whatever it is. Um, plans are in flux, but we are planning something for the Super Bowl. So stay tuned on the Triple Cross Network. Make sure you like this video. Please drop a comment down below of who you think is going to win the whole thing or every winner for the whole thing. Let us know. Fill out your bracket. Tell us what it should be. Uh, hit the subscribe button so you're subscribed to the channel. Hit the bell icon so you get notifications when we do go live so you don't miss a live show like the one we'll be doing for the Super Bowl. Uh, and just stay tuned to this channel so you don't miss a thing. And as always, until next time, Triple Cross. Keep it real. Let's go. <laughs>